Hi, and welcome to That's My Rini Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is Myrony? Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives. But what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now that's myrony. Hi, and welcome back to That's Myrony Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Myronic, and I hope all of you have been having some super fun Myronic experiences this week. Uh, I'm going to say all thanks to Myrony is how I have our next guest, which is now my new friend up in Canada. I have to admit, I freaking love gaining all the Canadian roots because both my parents were Canadian. And so I swear it's like, having the friendships in Canada is just awesome. So Melissa Dealey, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Melissa is an integrative health practitioner and registered health, nope, yep, registered health coach. There you go. I finally got it. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. And I've loved getting to know you in the last couple months. I know. So we're going to, we're, we're going to share with the audience how we connected, because I always find it very interesting how these chance occurrences happen, which as we know, they're not coincidences. You know, I, I, I feel blessed to have been connected to you, which I say the divine design interweaved us together because the story starts from quite a while back in, you know, just doing some random events and, you know, that is the blessing on of what I see with, with COVID is how we have connected on that global level. And so a little, but first we want to hear a little bit about you and what you do. So please share. And oh, I love that you said all of that. And I just had a whole wave of goosebumps go through my whole <laughs> body, which is myrony in action to me. Yes. <laughs> It's the truth being spoken. Um, And what I do as an integrative health practitioner, I bring the best of all different types of medicine from around the world, Ayurvedic medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, orthomolecular medicine, which is the study of herbal remedies and supplements, as well as the best of Western medicine and bring that together in order to help people get to the root cause of their health issue and I introduce them to their toxic load. We have over a hundred thousand man-made chemicals in our world today that we didn't have 50 and 60 years ago. And through human evolution, the body is very slow to adapt. And so it's not coping well with all of these (laughs) toxins. And I liken our liver and kidneys to trash cans and ask people, are your trash cans overflowing? Meaning, are they so bogged down that they can no longer get those toxins out? So I help people discover their toxic load, remove those toxins, because when we don't, it ends up like the garbage cans out on your street that get left out too long, starts to smell and rot, attract flies and critters. And that's what's happening inside. Only we don't know it because we don't see it. We don't feel it. We don't think about it. 
but it's triggering inflammation and it's signaling cells to turn on disease. And nobody wants that. And so by removing those toxins, we can limit that from happening. And then through the power of functional medicine lab tests, I help discover deficiencies and imbalances within the body and support that through natural herbal remedies and supplementation to bring the body back into balance, at which point it will heal itself because the body does know what to do. It's just our modern lifestyle has got us so far off balance that it can't quite do it on its own. So we have to help guide it back to balance and then it will heal like it heals a cut finger or a broken arm. So absolutely love this work. And there are so many people struggling to get to that root cause, to get answers to who don't want to be on drugs every day for the rest of their life. And so this work helps. And the wonderful thing is, is it's very COVID friendly. My practice is 100% virtual and my lab tests get mailed to your home and you do the lab per all of the instructions and I guide you through that, mail it back to the lab, I get the results and then I provide your um, personal wellness healing protocol from there. And you're able to do that, obviously, in the States, in addition to, to Canada. That's about 25 countries, essentially the English speaking world. Oh, wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is incredible. Well, how did you get into this field in the first place? And so that's where some myronies happened along the way. Yay! <laughs> we want to hear the myronies. <laughs> so I did not grow up thinking that I was ever going to be in health and wellness. In fact, I went to university and did a commerce degree. I, When I moved to Canada and to Whistler, I ended up in tourism. And I was in tourism for 24 years and the corporate world and loved that career. But one day, big fish bought little fish and said, hasta la vista, we don't need you anymore. I was given an hour to clean up my desk and not even a word of thanks. Oh, wow. And in that moment, I knew two things. I would never work for someone else again. And whatever I did next had to be of service because I had kind of decided that helping people have a better business trip or vacation wasn't really serving the planet in any great way. (laughs) But I had no idea beyond that. But I was open to being guided. Mm -hmm. And later that year, I was introduced to a company that specialized in brain supplementation. And I thought, well, that's fascinating. I've never been taught how to look after my brain. And yet I use it every day. (laughs) And we have near epidemic Alzheimer's and dementia over here. So perhaps if I learn about this, I can help, you know, stop that and help people not end up with Alzheimer's and dementia for the next generation. And my grandmother was about 97 at the time, fully full cognitive function and living by herself in her home. Mm -hmm. And it made me wonder because she was born in Christchurch, New Zealand, and they grew all their food on their property. And her start in life was so different and so much cleaner in terms of the toxic load than mine, because I was born in Sydney and raised for 11 years in Japan in the 70s. Oh, wow. With manufacturing plants spewing out toxins. And so it made me wonder how far behind the eight ball am I compared to her? Because when I grow up, I want to be like her. I want to be living in my own home, fully cognitively functioning at 97. Yeah. And so this was intriguing to me. Mm -hmm. I'd never been taught how to look after my brain. So what did I now need to do? And so my irony number one is that my oldest daughter, four months later, got a concussion 
in her first high school grade 12 soccer game of the season. And so I wasn't working full time. And I had the opportunity to go with her to all of her different appointments with physios and cranial sacral and different treatments that we were trying. But I also had this supplementation that was really good for the brain. And so it was the first time that this talk of nutrition for the brain was coming into the play with all of these different practitioners. Mm-hmm. And they were intrigued as well. Two months later, my second daughter got a concussion in high school gym class. Oh my goodness. I'm driving to the city when I get the phone call from the school asking me to go pick her up with a suspected concussion. Oh, wow. I literally look up at the heavens and say, really? This is how you show me my path? <laughs> well, you Stop know, taking out my children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I got, um, I always do it wrong, but you know, well, there it is. Winky, you know, that's how I represent God as love with an awesome sense of humor, but sometimes it's not the nicest things that have to happen. But then when you connect the myrony to it later on, you realize what the gift was. Exactly. Exactly. And so now I really have like a lab in my home with two kids (laughs) with very different concussions and concussion is difficult. You know, there's not only the physical injury, but there's the emotional um, turmoil that goes with that and just the trauma, right? So two of them, and they were very different recoveries, but using this nutritional piece really helped them fully recover. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's myrony behind the myrony because I do (laughs) believe that my daughter got that concussion Mm-hmm. because she wasn't supposed to go to university that year. So oh. she applied to another university and to be on their soccer team and the coach wanted her and the other rejection letters to other classmates had all already gone out months before and she hadn't been rejected, but she hadn't been accepted and she kept following up and they're like, yeah, you're in, you're in, you're in. Two months after they tell you of the rejection deadline, she gets a rejection letter. Oh, Wow. And they're like, we're just really sorry. Like you were so close, but we just had so many more applicants this year. We had to, you know, cut a few more and you were one of them. Oh, wow. So she was devastated. Yeah. But then she applied to another university Mm -hmm. and got in. Mm -hmm. And literally a week later got her concussion. And so that first rejection was saying, you're not just not going to go to university this year but we don't always understand the messaging, right? Yes. Then she's like, okay, what's my plan B? Applies again and then ends up with a concussion. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of when that happened, I went, hmm, I think there's something behind this, right? Mm -hmm. So my second daughter says to me when she heard that story, why did I get a concussion in gym class then? What's (laughs) my story? And I said, you know what? Unfortunately for you, I think your story might've been the message to me. I love it because that is the truth about myronies. They have, they usually have to show up more than once for us to really pay attention, you yeah. know, of whatever it is, you know, exactly. it can be, it could be a number that you see all the time. It could be a song that you're hearing, you know, it could be accidents like this. I mean, yeah. What are the odds that you get to, you know, two concussions in two years in two months. Oh no, two months. I'm sorry. Two months, two concussions, two months between your daughters. Like, yeah, that's definitely ironic. (laughs) So that is when I kind of realized this is my path. 
And so guided both girls through that and learn more about the brain. Like I was really intrigued by all of this now. So doing my own research, working with the physios, learning about concussion recovery uh, and in a small town. So a lot of people knew what I was doing. And I was invited to work in a holistic clinic and help others heal from their concussions. And I did have that aha that what do other young people do that don't have a mom that isn't working to mm-hmm. go with them to every appointment and guide that healing journey? Because my kids were in no state to do it on their own, right? Yeah. They needed that help. And so do other people. Yeah. And so I realized that guiding people's healing journeys was something I was interested in, but I had no certification and I couldn't get insurance as a result. So that's when I went back to school and got my health coaching certification, which I jumped in with both feet and absolutely loved it. And, you know, similar scenario of myrony because I didn't even know about health coaching. I knew about life coaching and I had Mm -hmm. life coaching in the back of my head, but I knew that wasn't quite the right fit. And so I called a life coach friend as I sat down to look for courses and how do you just, how do you determine a good course from a bad course? And I just wanted some tips from somebody who had done it. Yeah. To me, you shouldn't be a life coach you should be a health coach. And I was like, oh my God, light bulbs go off. (laughs) Don't you love when we have those aha moments? It's just like the best feeling ever. It's like, and then you're, then, you know, remember the uh, old um, uh, commercial, you know, with the V8 where you like smack your head. I wish I had a V8. You you feel like that when you, when you have those experiences. (laughs) Exactly. But I truly never heard of it before. So I couldn't smack myself over the head. This is a new (laughs) career, right? So then I started searching health coaching programs, found one, loved it, thought, can't buy the first one, did a bit more research, but went back to that first one, jumped in with both feet and loved that. And so that was a two-year process of training. And through them, I then found out about uh, integrative health practitioner certification and I I couldn't do it right away because I couldn't do more than one course at a time. But when I finished all of my health coaching certifications, I then went into the integrative health practitioner training because it was just that added piece that I felt really drawn to be helping people with. Mm -hmm. And that was getting to the root cause of that chronic illness. And it all starts in our gut. Yes. Hippocrates said how many years, you know, (laughs) ago that all disease starts in the gut and we're coming back to that today as being the truth. And so uh, using those functional medicine labs to help people understand exactly what's going on inside their gut. Is there a parasite? Is it bacterial overgrowth? Is it fungus or mold, candida and yeast, et cetera. And being able to heal that really helps heal all of the spin-off health issues that people are struggling with. And so that is my passion is getting to the root cause and focusing on on the gut as I do that. So yes, my poor children had to suffer (laughs) (laughs) for me to get to where I'm at today. Well, I hope that your, your, your daughters are doing well now and you know, that no more, no more lingering effects from the concussion. I, I hope. No, they're both, they did both fully recover and are doing great. They're both at university now and yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Well, I'm glad that it got you on your path that, you know, you know, like I feel with my path it is really, it, it, it is on the, it's on the spiritual coaching side, you know, <laughs> of just bringing, of bringing this awareness, but when we can, um, but when we can integrate everything, 
because it is mind, body, and soul, right? And so that's so important. And I, I look forward, I know the conversations that we've had. And so, you know, uh, the listeners out there, like, you know, it's like you want to work with you. I know you do a consultation call and that sort of thing. And we'll, we'll have all that information and, um, uh, in, in the links and everything. But now I want to dive a little deeper into the Myronies because you have quite an interesting story. Well, I mean, first off, you were born in Australia and then you moved to Japan and now you're in Canada. Yep. <laughs> so let's go back a little bit and yeah, tell a little history <laughs> of how you jumped around to so many different continents. <laughs> yeah. So both my parents were actually born in New Zealand. Oh, okay. And my just interesting little tidbit that my dad and my mother's brother were best buddies when they were little boys. Oh, and then my mother at age six moved to Australia. And then my father after university moved to Australia and he knew one family there. So he went to visit his best friend <laughs> married a few years later, his best friend's little sister, who was my mom. <laughs> oh, I love that. Isn't that a nice story. That's beautiful. So, um, yeah. And then on my sixth birthday, my dad worked for Encyclopedia Britannica, which oh, how cool <laughs> yeah, doesn't exist now, but I grew up with all the different volumes of the books, etc. And on my sixth birthday, we moved to Japan, which was the head office for Australasia. Oh, okay. And we went for three years, loved it, stayed for five, stayed for seven. And then, um, my father actually died suddenly while we were in Japan. And in the expatriate world, you don't hear of that very often because, you know, people are in their prime, et cetera. Um, but the company and the schools were really awesome. And they allowed us to stay for two more years in order for us to get our lives back together emotionally. And then once we did, we moved back to Australia, where I finished my last two years of high school and university. And then, like many Aussies do, I took off traveling. <laughs> And so traveled all over Europe, Africa, US, and came to Whistler for what I thought was one season um, in October, 1990. And I was on my way to the UK to a job in merchant banking because I had a commerce degree. But mm -hmm. I got to this piece of paradise and um, people said to me right away, oh, you have to stay for summer. It's even more amazing in summer. Oh, and wow. so I pushed back my internship by six months because I could and stay for summer. Well then it was going to be ski season again. So how could I leave? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, it keeps going. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah here's ski season. Oh, now we're back to summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> so literally 30 years later, this past October, I'm still here, oh, but wow. I did definitely make a decision after that first year. I could go to the UK. I could follow, you know, that original goal of getting into, you know, merchant banking and all of that, or I could stay here. And I knew there was a trade-off. There was a trade-off of a better lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle here right. versus I could probably make more money over there, mm -hmm. right? But I chose this. And when I look back at that, it's interesting because now I'm in health and wellness. And as I said, I never thought that I would be and it wasn't ever a desire early on, but still something inside me knew that I'd seen and I'd been in London and visited friends and seen the banking world and seen the high stress, the long hours, going to the pub after work every day, eating crappy fried food, drinking, like that was not a healthy lifestyle. Right. 
versus here being in the great outdoors and, you know, taking advantage of that and working out and getting exercise just by being outside. That somehow back then at the age of 22, I chose that. And I knew that, you know, money didn't buy happiness and right. that this beautiful place and being in this space was a better way for me to live my life. And then I'd figure it out. And I've never regretted that decision. I knew that it was the right decision from the moment that I made it. So you had that inner voice, you had that intuition that told you this is the path, even though, yes, financially, you know, like maybe this is going to bring you, but that just shows how money isn't the thing that it shouldn't be what drives us. Our happiness and our passions is what should drive us. So that's awesome. And then, you know, however many years later, you're now in this place of just absolute health and wellness. Have you ever read the book, um, Mutant Messages Down Under? No. (laughs) So Mutant Messages Down Under is a very interesting book where it was this woman who is invited to go on a walkabout with this Aboriginal tribe in Australia. Mm -hmm. And um, it's one of the most fascinating books where they are such masters of being tapped into uh, they say source, you know, but, uh, but they're so in tuned where they literally will manifest anything out of absolutely nothing. It's right. a, it's such a beautiful, powerful book, but well, why I'm bringing this up specifically in addition to you would enjoy it is that they're so healthy that they actually, I don't, I don't want to give it away, but it's like, they live well into their hundreds and it's just, it's just a, fascinating book i think you would really enjoy it and listeners out there check it out too it's just (laughs) if people want to understand the concept of manifestation these people have it nailed (laughs) awesome i will check that out and what's also interesting about that title because when you said it i wasn't sure which way it was going to go whether down (laughs) under referred to australia or down under referred to gut intuition versus brain intuition Yes, there. Those are so totally different. Absolutely, your your brain intuition and your gut intuition, and you know, and it, it's sometimes that when the brain is, you know, I always say when it's when we're on our ham, the hamster wheel of our brain, you know, the what if, what if, what if, what if, and it's like we just say, you know, tell your brain nicely, be quiet, yes, exactly, <laughs> and then just sit for a little bit and and somehow our heart and our soul will truly speak to us, especially when we know, you know, that, that path, even though we don't know that path, we may not even know what that path is, but like, that's the whole point of myrony is like saying so true mm-hmm. to what that is telling you yes. more than anything. So totally. totally. Well, I know you had an incredible story with your dad, which again, I'm so sorry you lost your dad at such a young age. I mean, that's just heartbreaking, you know, but it's um, when we get to see the signs and we know that they're, you know, they're still with us and communicating just from another side. Do you get some funny myronies from your dad? I do. And it's funny too, because even at that young age of 13, somehow I knew that he was always with me. And it wasn't anything that I ever thought about. My mom was highly intuitive, but I don't think it's anything that she ever told me. It's just, I had a knowing. Mm -hmm. And for many years, I felt like he was sitting on 
one of my shoulders. And if I ever needed something or had a decision, I wasn't sure that I could just ask him. Mm -hmm. And it's super interesting too, because I didn't notice it at the time, but when I got into the corporate world, I really lost that. And it was 24 years in that corporate world, right? And it wasn't until I got out again that I was able to start tapping into that. And I noticed how far away I got from that. And I think it's just because the corporate world isn't really, at least not the one I was in, accepting of any of that, right? And so I just squashed it, ignored it, or was just too busy, perhaps, in my corporate work to tap into it. But now back into my coaching, it's something that I use a lot. Um, but I have a beautiful poem that I would love to share. Yeah, into my other story. But yes, I was so I lost my dad at 13. And I think I was probably around 23 when I found this poem on a card in a store in Granville Island in Vancouver. Okay. And I just stood in the store and I read it and I went, Oh, my God, this is the first time that I've ever seen in writing what I feel for my dad. And so it goes, do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sunlight on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn's rain. When you awaken in the morning's hush, I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circled flight. I am the soft stars that shine at night. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there. I did not die. That is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I mean, after losing both my parents, you know, older than you, what, what, 28 and 35. And, you know, but when we have that, awareness and that understanding you know that they're still we just we might not see them but they're they're with us all the time and they they love showing us the signs exactly. uh, another really great book is uh signs the secret language of the universe by laura lynn jackson are you familiar with that book no i'll have to check that one out too yeah, she's a psychic medium who um, she it was actually thanks to her book that I discovered my gift of claircognizance. But she wrote this book. It was really funny because I'm like, oh, that's my irony. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what my irony is. Yeah. I'm really hoping I get in touch yeah. with her at some point. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Laura Lynn Jackson, if you hear this, I want to you know talk to you because because <laughs> I'm like, thank you for first introducing me to um to this understanding of claircognizance, but I found it very funny that her gateway book was also Brian Weiss's, uh, Dr. Brian Weiss's Many Lives, Many Masters, which was my gateway book into literally saving my life. And that was after my dad passed away. And, you know, and, but it's, uh, it, it's so incredible. And, and that, you know, that's the whole point of this is just to bring, like, when we don't know what it is, or we're like, oh, that's, you know, that's nothing. No, it can be just the smallest thing, but we just know, you know, I mean, I think they love to mess with electronics, you know, like songs and, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I, I always get, I always get kind of amazed by that. Like, how did that happen? You know? And it was, it was funny. I was just talking to a friend yesterday where, um, 
her grandfather passed away and this one specific, I guess he was, he actually sang in the band Chicago um, oh, for, cool. this, for this song. He wasn't part of Chicago, but I think he's right. saying, but like, she'll hear this song playing in like Safeway, you know, like just in the grocery store. And, you know, just at that right. And I was like, he's playing it for you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I know Very we have cool. the irony of, um, of uh, a, a, like a really bad rainstorm yes. and beautiful sunny skies connected to connected to weddings. And, yeah. you know, that's um, it, you know, in, in uh, my story, it was my, you know, my dad, he literally was in hospice care in a hospital and he, and he couldn't, um, uh, he, he couldn't leave. And so the reception was going to be in this courtyard and it was torrential downpour. And then the next day was one of the most beautiful days I ever witnessed. And so I found that I, I love the irony that you had a similar story in regards to your sister, correct? Yeah. So this was back in March, 2005. So she's my youngest sister. So she was only three when my father died. Right. Aww. And her the day before her wedding her wedding was going to be on a beach whale beach and it was march so it was kind of getting into the fall like spring i mean sorry fall for australia and if the sun was out the beach would be really crowded right mm -hmm. the day before we just had torrential rain and everybody's going around going oh i hope it doesn't rain tomorrow oh i hope it doesn't rain tomorrow and i just said a quiet little whisper to dad don't let it rain tomorrow and then I'm like guys it'll be good don't worry we woke up in the morning it's still pouring rain and everyone else is getting more nervous and I think the wedding was like three or four o'clock in the afternoon mm -hmm. and what happened is it rained until after lunch oh wow and at some point probably about an hour before it stopped raining and not only did it stop raining but the sun came out like it just turned into the most glorious day. And when we got to the beach at four o'clock, say, it was empty because it's a Saturday afternoon and it's rained for three quarters of the day. <laughs> Nobody's gone to the beach. They've all done other things. Right. right? So we get to the beach and this public beach that would normally be packed with people is literally empty. Oh. And the banners are up, you know, to decorate their space, et cetera. And we had the beach to ourselves under glorious sunshine. Wow. For this wedding. And then they had a reception in a indoor setting, but with an outdoor patio because there were so many people, right? Yeah. And it was dry all evening and it was absolutely, absolutely stunning. So then I always, of course, have to say my thank yous to dad, right? Mm -hmm. And there's been so many times of simple things like that, that even this past year, my youngest daughter, she's a 2020 high school grad. Mm -hmm. They didn't get a grad, right? Right. What, what she got was five minutes with four other friends. And we had, they had to like totally plan the time that you arrive at the school and you walk in family by family and you stand on your square and Ugh. the kids go up on stage and they get their certificate and their awards. And then we walk out and we're done. Mm-hmm. But we also wanted photos in her gown and with my sister's family and torrential rain, torrential rain that day. And her grad time was 5 p.m. And I felt so badly for all the families in the morning 
because where do they do their photos? We live in such beautiful nature, but you can't use that in torrential rain. Right. right? And so where are they getting their grad photos? And so again, a little whisper to my dad and I left the house to go pick up a cake and go to my sister's ahead of everyone else. And as I was driving there, the sun came out and we were able to take our photos outside, got beautiful photos. We went to the school. We were able to park and get out of the car and walk, you know, outside. We had to stand outside to wait to get in and we didn't need umbrellas. It was beautiful. And we were in and out in our five minute window. They (laughs) took an official photo on our way out in the parking lot. And, you know, if, if we couldn't have an official grad and there's been other years where the grad has been a torrential rain but it's been with everyone and the full celebration and it was just so scaled down this year that it felt you know hard to also lose this opportunity of celebration and photos right yeah and we got our family got ours and for the rest of the day it was beautiful but I do feel for the families that were earlier in the day that still had torrential rain (laughs) oh but that's so beautiful and Wow, the story of your sister that, that was like literally having a private beach, like wedding, yeah. Wedding, you know, I mean, that's <laughs> and what what season was that like the the it was fall. It was fall. Okay. It was but, like it was mid-March. Yeah. So, you know, if it had been a nice day, people would have been at the beach for sure. Cause it's yeah. still warm there in fall, right? Right. Oh, well, that's so wonderful that that's how your, your dad was able to show up and be that presence and, and light. And that's, that's awesome. And I know you said, as we were about to record another Myrony happened and I was like, why don't we wait for the podcast? So <laughs> my curiosity has definitely gotten the better of me. So. Pete, and I have that other one I shared with you the other day too, with my other daughter, but the one that I was really excited to tell you, and you alluded to it a little bit earlier, was um, the myronies of our interconnectedness mm-hmm. through our COVID networking. Mm-hmm. And you and I had a discussion the other day, and you really wanted to connect me to someone. Mm-hmm. And I got on a networking event yesterday afternoon, and I was asked to introduce myself. And after I did that, someone reached out to me and said, hey, I really want to connect with you. I missed the first part of your intro, but I think I'd like to connect. And I didn't clue in right away. And I said, oh, that would be lovely. Please send me your email address. And she did. Mm-hmm. And I saw the email address and it was none other than Deanna at Holistic Earth. <laughs> at which point I write back, OMG. <laughs> I was talking about you yesterday with Alicia, who said she really wanted to introduce us, and here you are showing up. And well, asking- I, I'm going to give Deanne, it's actually Deanne yeah. Riendo, I'm going to give Deanne a shout out, I keep giving her shout outs, she is the, uh, the uh, most amazing uh, call her a muse mystic of uh, mentor, she's incredible uh, on the sides of the Akashic Records in addition to the the healing and everything like that. So that is definitely my irony because we literally had that conversation yesterday. Exactly. That is awesome. And now we're booked to connect uh, next Tuesday. But a similar event to that was um, last Tuesday, 
Mm-hmm. I was talking to a woman in New York. Her name's Lisa Warner, and she's a holistic healer as well. Mm-hmm. And I said to her that she might like to meet another lady in Australia named Deb King of the Wisdom Playground, who she's promoting this whole idea of our best life. Coming out of COVID, let's do things differently. Let's build our best life. And I love this concept. And I connected them both via email. That afternoon, they both ended up on the same networking group that I was on yesterday where I met Deanne. Oh my goodness. And which networking group was that, if I may ask? The Serving Circle. Oh, it was, you know, I was supposed to be on the Serving Circle. I was trying to be on it, but for some reason it actually, it used to be five p.m. Pacific time. Then it went to four, then went to three. And I was like, three. yeah, Yeah. it was at three. But, oh, that's awesome. Because I heard Deanne, I actually felt Myrony talking to Dan McPherson. I was talking to him last night. So I was chatting with him yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the divine design that's interweaving everybody together is so incredible because how we met was on uh, a Vancouver, the Grand Connection. Yes. And but when I look at how crazy it was that I, jo- I joined that, did I ever tell you the story of how I got on that? I don't know that you did. Because no. it's really funny. It's connected to the video you posted with a certain someone on LinkedIn, the 12 days of Christmas. Right. So Cheryl Brewster. Yeah. So now here's the funny, here's the funny irony. So Dan McPherson, mm-hmm. I met from an event in LA. Mm-hmm. that I knew I had to go to, which he met that per, who hosted that from someone who recommended um, when he was in Asia to connect with this person, they ended up having the same birth date. So that's how he got to this event was, you know, but then I knew as soon as we connected, I mean, I was like, oh, this is the reason why he then connected me to Michelle Abraham. And so then Michelle I had, I, because of the podcasting network, I had just uh, heard about the grand connection. And then that afternoon and and the grand connection was going to be like the next, that Friday, like it was a Thursday. No, like the next day, I'm sorry. It was the next day. And it was, (laughs) it was so funny because I wasn't going to go just because of that. It was Cheryl Brewster, who I had a conversation with from the same serving, the serving circle with, you know, Tyson Sharp and Um, it was so funny because my conversation with her was so incredible. And I'm like, you know, she teaches a course on synchronicities, like, you know, so when she recommended it, that's why I jumped on it. Cause I was like, oh, okay. There's a reason why I need to jump on this. And I know you were one of the reasons and I'm so, I'm so happy, but I love to hear how that literally just happened. So I mean, geez, wait, was it, when, when did it was we? Probably September. No, no, it was September oh. that we did, we did connect, yeah. but then it wasn't just initially from that. I mean, it was, um, I mean, we, it, end, we ended up in a breakout room. Yes. That's what's totally random. Right. And that's what I do love about these networking events that have breakout rooms. Um, because you do get to, you know, meet really interesting people. And I do look at it that there's no coincidences. There's a reason that I'm in this room meeting these people. Yes, 
That's exactly it. Some people you connect with right away and some people maybe you don't, but you and I connected right away. Yes. And and then we spent some time one-to-one getting to know each other and, you know, started to dig more into all of these connections. And then things, you know, kind of spiraled from there where we've ended up um, without realizing it on other networking events or, you know, within profitable podcasters, when, you know, I registered for that, I had no idea that you had as well. I know that was funny. I was like, Oh, Melissa, yay. (laughs) (laughs) And you introduced me to the Zulas through Jeff Pulver. And yes. Yeah. So it's like, so going back for the listeners here, we're talking about (laughs) the serving circle on Facebook, Tyson Sharp. If anybody wants to join a fun networking group, we have the grand connection with, I'm drawing a blank on their names and Jerima and Carolyn Cooper McQuaid. Yes. Good. I'm glad you had those, those names. And then then we have uh, Jeff Pulver, which he has his Zula events where literally you, we, we get to connect with people on such a large global level. And it's just, it's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So that, um, Anything more in regards to um, your, uh, like how people can, well, first how people can connect with you, but also, you know, to, um, to share a little bit more regarding your practice and how that all works and. Sure. So um, yeah, just before I get to that, I just want to say that um, I really embraced all of the opportunities through COVID to be meeting and networking with people and traveling from my desk to Israel and Australia and, you know, New York City and all of the places where I'm meeting people. And as you say, there are no coincidences. And so it's just fascinating to be open to who am I going to be introduced to today and where might that lead? And it's been super fun. Um, and I, I'm curious, so how did you, how did the serving circle, because now I just picked up the myrony that that's actually based in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, I it like, as we're talking, I was like, wait a second, I gotta, you know, let's, let's go back a second because yeah, because Tyson, Tyson Sharp's in Australia. So the yeah. fact that you were, you know, you're <laughs> from Australia, like that's, that's myrony in itself too. But <laughs> was that, how many times have you joined that group? So it was my first time. That was your first time? That was my first time. But so it makes that myrony of meeting Deanne even bigger. Oh, right? no, that's exactly it. That's why I just right. literally whispered, oh my God, I love it even that much more. So that was my first time. However, I met Tyson at a speaking event back in October and we had connected just a few Facebook messages back and forth. He told me about Um, the serving circle. I loved the concept and the idea of it, but I hadn't actually joined or done anything because I was, you know, busy doing my own thing as well, but it was kind of in the back of my mind. However, last Tuesday, talking to this lady, Lisa Warner, she told me about the serving circle. Last Monday, this past Monday, after talking to you, I think Mm -hmm. I had a podcast interview with another lady in Australia who suggested I get on the serving circle. (laughs) <laughs> but in between, I had also met other people who had commented, oh, when I was at the serving circle. So it kept popping showing up. up, right? And after hearing it twice in one week, and I literally said to Tyson when I messaged him that I think every single day last week, I heard his name <laughs> from someone different. Yep. So Me, it was obviously a sign that I need to get on the serving circle. And so I did. 
And you know what? I was busy because I had a summit yesterday and today, and it was right before another meeting that I had. If I didn't listen, I wouldn't have got on it because it wasn't really ideal. Right. But I knew I had to. Mm-hmm. I just heard it too many times for me to ignore. I am so glad you paid attention to that because that is also the concept with Myrony. There's the action behind it. You know, I say yeah. it's synchronicity in motion. Yeah, yeah, all those synchronicities happened, but exactly. you continued the motion of it and look at who you connected to. That's exactly. incredible. Isn't and it? That. That was an awesome story. I have to say. I've just got goosebumps head to toe again. (laughs) And it's one of those things where I've done work with Cheryl Brewster. I just finished her intuitive business mastermind. And it is almost like a muscle to strengthen the trust Mm -hmm. in it. Right. Yeah. And so each time we do that, we grow our ability to tap into this and to recognize it and to learn from it. And so the beautiful thing is, is that when you do take that action and then something happens, it's just fueling you to keep going because you know, you're on the right path. That was just a gift. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I say, I I say the spiritual breadcrumbs, which are the myronies um, that actually are connecting us to the pieces of the puzzle, which are usually people because it's all about relationships more than anything. But sometimes it can be the smallest sign. And that's like one of the things I really want people to become aware of. It can be the smallest thing, but you're, that intuitive pull is like, no, it's, it's much bigger. You may not understand it, but it's much bigger, yeah. you know? And um, it's just, it, it's so incredible. Then when we get the confirmation, to me, it's like everyone up there being, yay, you know, cheering us on and like, <laughs> you, you did, did it. You freaking followed the breadcrumbs, you know, like Hansel and Gretel, you freaking followed the breadcrumbs because yeah. we're going to show it this time, this time, this time, this yeah. time. But you still could have ignored it. And I that think. is amazing that you chose not to, even when everything was so busy in your life in that, in that moment. Yeah. So it's that whole, it's that whole adage, you know, like when a door opens, walk in mm-hmm. and that's how I met Jeff Pulver. Right. And, and connected with that whole group, which now, you know, was able to connect you to that group, exactly. you know, and it's just, it, it really is amazing. And, you know, for everyone listening, it's like, you know, you never know what door is going to like, what's behind that door. Exactly. And now he started his online school and I'm, you know, teaching three classes in December, right? Because it was another door that opened that I chose to walk through. So exactly. Yeah. And what days are, um, what days are you going to be teaching? 14th, 15th and 16th of December. So the 14th is six steps to better sleep. This 15th is um, how to heal your guts. So you can enjoy food again. And then the 16th is uh, understanding your digestive system and the stress that we put on it. So Okay. Well, that's... I just want to share another little story before. Yes, please. Mentioning those small signs, right? Uh And this is one I shared with you the other day. And it was during my oldest daughter's concussion recovery. Uh When I came to a point where as her mom, I realized I'd taken her as far as I could go. And she needed some help with um, her mental health that needed to come from someone else. Uh And That's what I thought, but I wasn't really sure. And we had tried so many things that she had appointment fatigue. And 
so many practitioners have said, oh, I can help you. I'll make your headache go away. And she'd do the treatment and her headache didn't go away. And so she was at a place of being really distrustful of any practitioner Mm -hmm. and just didn't want to go because to her, it was a waste of time. And I understood that. So for me to get her to go, I had to know that the other person was the right person and that they would be able to help her. And so I felt like I needed a sign because if I forced it and it didn't work, I wouldn't have any hope in getting her to see anybody else again. Right. Right. So this really mattered because I knew I couldn't do it on my own, but I, I needed help, but it had to be the right help. And so I asked, I asked for a sign. Is this the right next step for her? Mm -hmm. And I was, when I asked for a sign, I was totally overthinking it trying to, what's the right sign, right? (laughs) Going to sleep at night. What's the right sign? And I've always been a numbers person. So I was thinking of numbers and in the middle of the night, I had this aha. It's not about you. It's about her. And her numbers are eight, nine, eight, because that's her birthday, Mm -hmm. August 9th, 98. So I got up that morning and I went skiing with a girlfriend and her, I think she was with me. And I asked for a sign using her numbers that would show me that this was the right next step in her healing journey. Mm-hmm. Went skiing, forgot all about it. Came down, went back to my car, loading the skis in my car and glanced at the license plate next to my car. Yeah. And the license plate numbers were eight, nine, eight. I love it. I love it. And I would, I never look at license plate numbers of cars <laughs> parked next to me, right? Like, why would you do that? Who cares? And so as I, when I thought back, like in that moment, I'm like, oh my God, and I'm getting goosebumps again. Mm-hmm. And I knew in that moment, this is what I have to do. And I'm supported in this and this is going to work. And so driving home, I called the therapist that had already been recommended to me that I'd already read his bio online. I already knew that he felt right to me, but I just mm-hmm. needed that sign that it was right. Yeah. Old in the situation, asked him to call me back and he did. And we talked and then I had to figure out how to convince my daughter to be willing to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember how I approached it now, but in the end, it was so much easier than I thought because I suggested this. And then I said his name and her response was, what's he look like? And I said, I don't know. I've never met him, but his picture's on the website. I just didn't look at it. And she goes, cause there's this really weird guy that has that name, first name. That's all I'd given her Mm -hmm. works at the pool that comes to the pool where she worked. And if it was him, there was no way she was going to go. I went, okay, come with me. Let's go look up the website. You can look at his picture. She looked at his picture and went, yeah, that's not him. Okay. (laughs) So can we make an appointment? And then she's like, okay. (laughs) So, you know, things that you can be so worried about how it's, you know, I thought, how can I make it happen without all this cajoling? Right. The name, it was just about the name for her. And then she's like, okay. And it was beautiful. That was that final piece of healing for her in her recovery. And it was a beautiful thing. So I'm forever grateful for the 898 on the back of the car that parked next to me that day. Well, I've said this on the podcast so many times, I have more pictures of freaking license plates because I get so many messages through license plates. It's ridiculous. And I'm just like, 
and it's like, yeah, just paying attention. Now, does it mean something every single time? No, but then you have stories like you have where that was absolutely the, the true moment that you needed. And that's just so beautiful. Yep. So just like, you know, for everyone out there, just keep paying attention because yes. it's like, even if you're not sure what you want to do in life, you know, it's finding your passion, whatever that is. So many times, I mean, geez, I want to talk about how I can't even count how many times I've jumped around in, you know, different careers, but I always knew that it was a stepping stone. It wasn't, yeah. that was never the final destination. And then right. once you finally find that passion, it's just, it's one of the most amazing things. And I just, uh, I want to, I want to share you with everybody and <laughs> because it's such, I mean, having fibromyalgia, you know, my healing journey has been an interesting one, you know, and, uh, years ago I found, um, uh, Anthony Williams of uh, medical medium and started following that and really, but that's really challenging. I'll be the first one to admit, but it would be, it'd be, you know, it's awesome to have somebody be able to hold your hand along the way. So, yeah. And that's often the piece for people, right? Is sometimes we even can figure out what we're supposed to do, but doing it on our own yeah. can be really hard. Changing the way we eat is really hard. You've eaten one way for your whole life and then you start changing it and your brain is going, wait a minute, what's going on here? I know I could keep you safe when you were doing this, but now you're doing something different and I don't know where you're taking this and I don't know if I can keep you safe. So I'm going to send you messaging to bring you back here. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And so everyone listening, you, you want to heal yourself and understand, you know, how, what your body needs and how you should be eating and, you know, actually be able to create a lifestyle around it. Because, you know, sometimes when we become too restrictive, then we, we, we end up resenting. So I think you create a balance for people and, you know, and, um, that's just, that's just wonderful. So, so where can, um, people connect with you? What, um, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Easiest way is through my website, which is yourguidedhealthjourney.com. And there's a button at the top that says work with me and you can click on that and book a complimentary session because I need to understand what you're struggling with. You need to figure out, am I the right person to work with you? And through that process, we discover that and then hopefully move forward. Um, So yeah, that's the easiest way to get in touch. I will just say with a couple of summits and teaching for um, Pulver Redo that this month, I really don't have very many appointments left, but 2021 is right around the corner. So you can book in for a session then. Or I have my 2021 health kickstart, um, which we can drop the link for. It's yes. a kickstart and detox. So I was talking earlier about getting the toxins out, emptying those trash cans. It's a guided program for four weeks through the month of January on the detox and nutrition and breaking up all those myths and helping you determine what's the right way to eat for your body and where sneaky sugars are getting in and how we get rid of them without triggering cravings in order to give you the learning around your health for your unique body that you can take with you for the rest of the year and the rest of your life. Um, So that's a paid program. And then I do have a freebie, which you mentioned earlier, which is my 12 days of Christmas. And so I'm happy to share that with everyone as well and download it. And you get 12 days of short videos on surviving the eating, drinking, and stresses of the holidays. And this year's holiday season is different to many others due to COVID, of course, but this content 
is really not exclusive just to the holiday season. It can be used any time of year. I just thought it would be fun to package it as the 12 days of Christmas. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Melissa, for being here and sharing your beautiful myronies on so many different levels, which you did tell me you had a lot of myronies to share and and you didn't disappoint. (laughs) I do. I do. And it's funny because they happen and then you experience them in the moment, but sometimes you forget about them. And so I had forgotten the one that I had originally reached out and told you about until you reminded me before we went live. So I appreciate remembering that one. It's a beautiful one. Oh yeah, no, well, thank you. And I can't wait to see where our Myronic journey takes us. So I'm excited. So so for now, goodbye to everybody on That's Myrony. And uh, Melissa, I'll see you soon. (laughs) Definitely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey everyone, I am back because Melissa Dealey is giving us an awesome holiday gift. So with 2020 coming to an end and health on our minds more than ever before, what are your 2021 plans to stay healthy and boost your immune system? If you don't have any yet, you might wanna consider this 2021 health kickstart and detox program that Melissa is offering us and I am also going to be a part of. You will get four-week program with 90-minute weekly workshops guided through a 21-day functional medicine liver detox program and feel amazing within a week, guidance on how to eat for your unique body, bust up those nutritional myths because we want to get to the truth, discover where sugar is sneaking into your diet and how to get it back out, lots of time for questions and answers that are specific to you. So I am super excited to be a part of this program. I have battled fibromyalgia since I was 18 years old. So I know how important diet is. I am constantly doing detoxes. So I am beyond excited because I know the work that Melissa does. So uh, if you sign up before December 28th, you will get a 20% off using coupon code EARLYBIRD. So again, the coupon code is EARLYBIRD and this will all be in the show notes, but let's make 2021 the year where you look after you. Thanks and hope you're able to join this amazing program with me. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's Myrony.com, where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their Myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, if something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.